time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Now, brother, hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, tremendous sports writer, currently heading up the college football division of the website, The Athletic. He's got other responsibilities there. I couldn't find Stuart Mandel. We'll be getting a Stuart's take on March Madness in just a second. But first, time for the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Lamped Up, the only lamp store with an espresso bar. NCAA Hoops Tourney, Baylor, Illinois, Michigan, Gonzaga, the NCAA suspension list. No, your COVID number one seeds. Big Ten also has two number two seeds. Even Nostradamus said, I'm getting a headache. I can't figure this out. Georgetown snuck in like a drunk 17-year-old on New Year's night. Colgate made the tournament but crest out rick patino back in the tourney with iona they don't call him the lipitor kid for nothing that wrap-up sponsored by fluow hawaii's strongest cold medicine nfl packers running back aaron jones agrees to a four-year deal worth 64 million dollars Meanwhile, I'm tying my shoes with a string of interwoven paper clips. Saints Drew Brees announces his retirement. The future Hall of Famer came into the league at 6-2, leaves it at 5-7. That item sponsored by Colonoscopies. Get a souvenir every exam with Colonoscopies. Golf, Justin Thomas won the Players' Championship over England's Lee Westwood. When Westwood was accused by Meghan Markle of forcing her to use ugly flower girl dresses, America's pastime now not being prosecuted by the Southern District of New York. Baseball, Texas Rangers allowing full capacity on opening day, the closest hospital hoping to avoid the same fate. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1969, the place New York, New York. Barbara Joe Rubin becomes the first female jockey to win at Aqueduct Racetrack. She was immediately hit on by 12-year-old Andrew Cuomo. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Drink Tank, Washington's fun think tank. Now a quick word from my sponsor. That's right, Me Undies. Uh, they got this sleepwear thing down. You folks know this if you've been listening to the podcast. If you're new, go get Me Undies. They're the most comfortable. Under- they start, uh, put your conscience at ease. They start with sustainably sourced beechwood trees. They turn that into a fiber or a fabric or something. I don't know how they do it. It's called micromodal. Now, get this. Then they weave it. It's the softest fabric known to men. They weave it into sleepwear, loungewear, and underwear. For men, women, and kids, it's unbelievable, and it gets softer with every wash. Now, here's uh, here's the deal for all my listeners. And you know it comes in uh, classic solids and wild prints and colors and everything. Here's the deal. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off, plus free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That's 15% off, 100% satisfaction guarantee, free shipping. All you got to do to get that is go to MeUndies.com slash pain. That's MeUndies.com slash pain. So go get MeUndies incredible underwear right to your door. Now, finally, 
It's talk time. My guest today, one of the best sports writers in the business who could probably spell Giannis and Tento Kumpo's name on at least the second try. Stuart Mandel. Stuart, how are you today? I'm great. I don't think I could get that one, but I, I nailed Krzyzewski a long time ago. Oh, dude. Yeah, I just call him Coach K. I'm not diving into that Polish mess. I can't get there. Now, we're going to talk NCAA tournament in just a second, but First, let's talk a little. You Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, worth growing up there. Did you like uh, growing up there? Good place. Yeah, you know, it's it was a good way to um, you know get indoctrinated into college sports because you've got uh, especially college basketball. You got Cincinnati, Xavier, and then you're not far from Kentucky, Indiana, Louisville. So um, oh, yeah. that was fun. Also, being a Bengals fan, I was 13 years old when they had the icky shuffle. So, oh, yeah. you know, that was well-timed. The Reds won the World Series when I was 14. So, um, yeah, not you know, all much good. since, <laughs> but, <No. laughs> but pretty good up to that point. Then somehow Northwestern you picked to go to. Uh, it's one of those Big Ten schools, although barely in a lot of respects, uh, uh, private. But uh, this Fitz, uh, Fitzgerald guy, he figured it out. He figured out how to win and still make sure that your entrance uh, GPA is, uh, you know, two, seven, five or better. That's pretty amazing how, uh, how that happened. Basketball, they still got some work to do, but football, they did it. That's gotta be thrilling to you and great J school. I'm sure that's what you went there for that journalism thing. I went there for, for the journalism school and because I thought it'd be really cool to see Michigan and Ohio state and Penn state come to town you know, and, and clobber Northwestern, but my sophomore year, lo and behold, they break through, they go to the Rose bowl. Uh, they yeah. actually beat some of those teams. So, um, you're right. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald, first of all, he was the star linebacker on that team. And then he comes back yeah. and becomes the head coach at, I believe he was 31 at the time and will fully admit he didn't know what he was doing yet. Yeah. Uh, but look, they've been in the big 10 title game two of the last three years. And they play in a division with Wisconsin and, and Nebraska and Iowa you know, just theoretically, you know, based on their profile, like you just said, they should have no business, uh, you know, regularly winning that division. So credit yeah. to him. Yeah, that was Gary. Uh, Gary, what's his name? Gary Barnett. Gary. Yeah, Gary Barnett. And then he went to Colorado or he came from Colorado or something. I don't know where he went. Now, what moment in your life had you say, you know something, I am going to cover sports. Was there a moment where you were playing sports and you said, I, I'm going to cover sports? Or, or was it something else? It was. So, like I said, growing up in Cincinnati, I think uh, the Reds were the first team I really got into. My dad bringing me to the games and he introduced me to the concept of the sports section. Cincinnati Inquirer sports section would come every morning With and he's paper. showing it, it was then. Yeah. I don't I mean, I don't, it's barely, barely uh, sticking together right now. Uh, so you know, he shows me this, this, uh, the, the articles about the game and there's people's names at the top. They're the writers. And I said, wait a minute, they got paid to go to the game to watch the games. He said, yeah. And then I said, do they get to eat the hot dogs? Yep. And ever since that day, I was like, that's my goal. I love it. Nice and simple. All right, let's dive into NCAA hoops, March madness, which is like mad cow, but self-induced. The big question I have is, how does it, how is this working? I can't find, I can find 60 recipes for potato chocolate chip cookies, but I can't find out anywhere that's explaining how this is going to work in India. Everybody's coming to Lucas oil field. Is that correct? 
everybody's coming to Indianapolis or or its vicinity. Some of the games are being played in, in at Purdue's arena. Some of them are being played at Indiana's arena, which I think is really mean because Indiana was terrible this year. But they now they have to yeah. not only do they have to suffer the indignity of missing the tournament, but there's other teams coming to play in the tournament on their home court. Um, oh, brother, you thought Bobby Knight threw a chair before. He might come back just for that. <laughs> he might. <laughs> so uh, from what I understand, you know, it's not a bubble like the NBA bubble, but the next closest thing, I mean, the teams, I feel bad for these players like you and me and everybody. We're going to have so much fun watching these games on TV. Meanwhile, the players are basically prisoners in their hotel room. And they yeah. can only leave to go to to the court for, for games or practice. Um, and you have to test negative a certain number of days in a row and all that good stuff. So, um, you know, I, we had a great article on the athletic by Dana O'Neill about all this. They, every detail you can think of, uh, that being said, Virginia is not going to get there till the day before their game. Cause they had, they had got knocked out of the ACC tournament by COVID. So oh, I think if you're a betting man, I think at least a couple teams will advance in this tournament because the other team got COVID. So it's a great, uh, tour of central indiana now uh, what what and it's speaking of what are these playing games how did ucla fall to a play-in game and what are they where are they <laughs> what is, it's just it used to be first of all there was none of those then there were them but then the play-in games were like these crazy uh small schools seated 16 that were going to play each other for the honor of getting burnt to toast by Duke or somebody. But now UCLA's playing Michigan State in a play-in game. What, how did that happen? So, you know, these are the games that – there's a lot of things that are different this year, obviously. Normally those games are played in Dayton uh, the, the Tuesday and Wednesday before the, the first-round games. Right. This year, right. obviously, those two are in, are in Indy. And so you do have two of those. You know, basically there was – I remember when they went to 68, there was a debate about, is it going to be all 16 seeds? Is it going to be at large teams? And the compromise was a little bit of both. So you've got Norfolk State against Appalachian State, which I, I if it were football, the Mountaineers by, by three touchdowns. I don't know yeah. about basketball. Uh, Mount St. Mary's against Texas Southern. And then, so you got those two are the rights to go get clobbered by uh, Gonzaga and Michigan. And then the other two are, you're right. Like it's very unusual to see Michigan State and UCLA because usually they're higher seated than that. But yeah, uh, that's a that's a very glamorous first four game. Yeah, no kidding. And then they will play as uh, like a six seed or something. Yeah, oh, they boy. they off, we've seen those teams win those games way back when uh, when they first started it. I actually covered the first four and VCU was in it. And oh, I, nobody wow. knew anything about them and they no. they beat USC and then they got hot and they went to the final four. So it yeah. is possible. That's one of those slots where uh, Sienna used to make some hay mm -hmm. down at the 12 spot. Sponsored, incidentally, this uh, that little item by Kaleidoscope Eye Drops. Don't just get the red out. Enter a magical world. The Big Ten, two first seeds, uh, two second seeds. Are they that good? Or is the world off its axis? Have we been have we been pushed off the the uh, north south magnetic axis? This is pretty weird for the Big Ten to have uh, four teams in the first eight teams. That's that's exceptional. That's usually you you know usually that's the ACC 
but the ACC yeah. was terrible this year. I, I noticed that Georgia tech won the ACC tournament and they're like a nine seed. So um, that's not a good sign for the ACC. No, no. Uh, the big 10 just has some, you know, there's some, when the NBA draft comes, you'll see a lot more uh, guys from the Big Ten this year than than you will from some of those other conferences. I think the Big 12, though, is also very strong because uh, Baylor is the one seed and, and they had a great season. But I like Oklahoma State. I like uh, West Virginia, Texas. Yeah. There's a lot of good teams in that conference. What weirdo team, speaking of all these weirdo teams, is, is going to make a run? And, and, and I'll start because they're not really a weirdo team, but they are this year. I know Iona's getting a lot of love, but uh, I'm going to go Michigan State because uh, if I'm betting on an old Italian coach, I'm betting on Tom Izzo. Uh, I, I think they got they figured something out here down the stretch, and they could – I'm not saying they're going to the uh, grade eight necessarily, but I think they could get to the round of, uh, of 16. I really do. Yeah, because like you said, because the Big Ten was so strong this year, you can finish, you know, ninth in the Big Ten and still be still be yeah. a pretty good team. So <laughs> yeah, right. uh, that and and Izzo is great in the NCAA tournament. So um, I think that's that's a decent bet. I think that so we got a factor. We got this is the COVID factor. Baylor was arguably the best team in the country, and then they got shut down for three weeks or, yeah. or more. And they've been good, but they haven't been quite the same team since. So I'm looking at UNC and Wisconsin, right? Eight, nine game, two great coaches. You know, UNC not as good as they usually are, but could they could they sneak up and, and knock off Baylor? Sure. Uh, we yeah. see you see eight, nine seeds beat the one seed. I would say uh, it doesn't happen that often, but it's not it's not out of the question. Yeah, that's a good division for two. Plus, the Badgers have been limping home. They don't seem to have a guy who they can go to in the clutch, who can literally take over a game. Uh, plus, they're so system heavy. I'm not sure they get by UNC. UNC could get hot. Like you say, they beat Wisconsin. They get some confidence. They take Baylor out. And uh, Baylor all excited because the Governor Abbott uh, lifted all the restrictions, but that uh, doesn't apply in Indiana. So that'll get clamped back down. <laughs> Still got to wear a mask in Indiana. That's right. They'll be out of the court in a mask. Sponsored by Nick Saban Cadillac Subaru. You're going to get a car whether you like it or not at Nick Saban Cadillac Subaru. <laughs> Is it even fair to rate these teams in a year filled with uh, uh, more schedule changes than a Mariah Carey concert tour? Uh, how do you, I mean, Colgate's in and, and ranked pretty high in, in some rankings. Is it even fair? Should they just throw all that out? Colgate, which they have to do anyway once they start playing. I yeah, guess. Colgate is going to be like this is this is the um, Nate Silver uh, analytics Sloan Conference team right here. <laughs> they are they are ranked very high in all of those metrics, and and yet the committee has them as a 14 seed. I think that they're screwed because my and I can say this because he's my good friend Seth Davis. You know his job when, when the bracket comes out. You know he's on national TV. He has to immediately just take one look at the bracket and make his big upset pick. So he, his big upset pick was Colgate. So I was like, well, shoot, I got to scratch that one off the list. He, he, he never gets those right. No, no, <laughs> he's gone. But overall the committee for as crazy a year as it was, do you feel they got it right? Everybody always call, you know, did they get it right? And, and I think by that, they just mean, are we looking at good competitive matchups? Yeah, I didn't hear many complaints. Uh, yeah. uh, people, Some people thought Oklahoma State was a little too low. But what's interesting is I think the reason it seems like a more balanced bracket is normally I used to, 
back in, you know, I don't know, three, four years ago, I did bracketology still. Uh, normally they have to, geography is a big factor when they place yeah. the teams. Right, right. Not so much competitive balance, but their geography is not a factor this year. They're all in the same place. And so they were actually able to do a true uh, S-curve. So the number one overall seed is playing the eight and the two is playing the seven. And, and so I think because of that, like it's a better bracket than usual. And just a heyday for the Indiana Budgetels. They're going to be jammed. Sponsored by the Marianas Trenchcoat, featuring the deepest pockets in the business. Can we trust any of these pick'em sites? You were just talking about this, especially in a year like this. I get Ollie's emails constantly. I sixty-eight percent against the whatever, you know, and you go, well, that's only about three victories over five hundred. I mean, is it worth that, or should you just sit down with your bracket? May is may you just as well do it by your favorite color or favorite mascot, especially this year, or or should we be paying a little closer attention? I've noticed that you know because I used to cover college basketball pretty closely, and then over time, less and less and less to the point where I, I probably watched the least ever this year. And I, so I finally won a pool two years ago, the last one we had, I, for the first time in my life, I won an office pool and it was the least college basketball I had watched. And I think that's the definite <laughs> proof that I think the experts who watch it every night, who like turn on like the swack game on ESPN three and, you know, want to yeah. talk, you know, show off their knowledge of the 10th place team and the, that they overthink it. Uh, yeah. you know, and, and it's just go with your gut. You know, yeah. if you think UCSB is going to be Creighton, go for it. That's Stuart Mandel tip sponsored by my pillow case. Make any pillow your pillow with my pillow case. Now, are you going to this thing? Mm-mm. No, thank goodness. Yeah. Cause there's nothing to eat in Indianapolis. I was going to warn you against that. They're not <laughs> no, like pepper is considered uh, uh, risky. In Indianapolis. So there's Very one careful. place, St. Elmo's Steakhouse, that when the in, you know when the NFL Combine is there, you go to St. Elmo's and you just look around, and there's Sean Payton. Yeah. And, and there's you know Sean, you know, all the that's where the everybody goes, and it's really good. But these team, like if you make it to the championship, are you gonna are you gonna eat that for like five nights a week for three weeks? <laughs> That, you're not going to win the championship that way. I'll tell you that no. much. <laughs> going to have a couple of 300-pound forwards out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, quick question about uh, uh, NCAA football. You think most of this will be cleared out enough for NCAA, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 bowl, the bowl subdivision or whatever the hell it is, uh, to, to clear out and have a fairly normal season? Yes, I do. And I'm not Dr. Fauci, but it does seem like we're, we're on the right track here and, and people are getting vaccinated. And um, when we knew things were starting to go haywire last year when they started canceling non-conference games, right? Like yeah. When they were the Big Ten, before the Big Ten actually canceled its season, they said, OK, we're going to play, but we're not going to play the non-conference game. So you lost Ohio State, Oregon, Michigan, Washington, like the kind of games that really get you excited in September. We're going to see Badgers, those Notre Dame. Yeah, that one we lost that one last year. So yeah. uh, they are playing this year, right? In um, I think so. Yeah, in Soldier Field. So yeah, they got um, boned out of the home game. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it would have been a home game in front of nobody, right? Like, oh, that's it, true. It's ah, damn it. Um, it, I think you know I'm not going to guess how many people are going to be in the stands, but I do think you know we should have a normal full college football season, which is going right. to be great. Last year's season 
never felt like a real season. Um, no. it, it, games were getting canceled every week and yeah. Trevor Lawrence couldn't play against Notre Dame because he tested positive, but he's still there wearing a mask, which ne- made no sense. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. going to be where people, once we get to July and it does, if it, if knock on wood, it feels like, okay, this is going to be college football. Like we know it. Yeah. Uh, I think people are going to be really excited. Hopefully knock on wood. And uh, yeah, this year was like each week. You didn't know uh, which team was going to show up for your, uh, for your ball game from your team. So welcome to being a Wisconsin Badger fan, the rest of the country. That's sponsored by throwbacks, the e-cigarette you light with a match and porn on the cob. Iowa's number one adult store. My guest today, the tremendous sports writer, Stuart Mandel, follow Stuart on Twitter at SL Mandel and catch all this great stuff at the athletic. How do people sign up for the athletic? How do they get on that bandwagon there? Uh, I'll plug, I'll plug the, uh, our podcast, the audible that I do with Bruce Feldman. And, uh, oh, that's a great, th- we, we've got a promo code, the athletic.com slash the audible for a big discount. Uh, there's always, if you go on, on the athletic, there's always some sort of promo going on and promo just going click, on. yeah, just click on any article that you like. And, uh, it'll, it'll tell you what the, the deal of the day is. Folks, uh, do yourself a favor and uh, sign up over the, at the athletic, some great writers. It's worth it. Stuart, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse. Follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. His album, What Was I Thinking? Streaming now everywhere. The Chet mugs are up on his website. Just go to jeffcesario.com. Thanks to all of you for listening. And to my sponsor, for real, MeUndies.com. If you want more of me this weekend, for sure, me and Adam Felber from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we're going to call another hot weekend sports event on the stereo app. We just did the last round of the Players' Championship. Ooh, that was a lot of fun. So you just download the stereo app. You listen to us, but you watch on TV. You follow me at Waterhouse. The whole thing, will, it'll make sense. Um, so uh, we'll probably do some NBA this weekend. Sponsored by, incidentally, T. When there's no other choice but scalding water, try tea. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.